welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture, presented by Cape and Cowl Comics. I am Henry Liu, and today I am joined by pop culture geek writer, Clara May. Clara, how are you doing? Hey, Henry, I'm doing good. Great. So today is Thursday, July 27th, and... San Diego Comic-Con 2017 has come and gone. The big Super Bowl of geekdom <laughs> has has come and gone. And both you and I did attend. So let's talk about it. And before we, we dive in, uh, quick disclaimer. Uh, I thought we'd break down our Comic-Con recap to two episodes. You know, I think there was, there's a lot to talk about. So... Uh, essentially next week Rainier and I are gonna recap our personal experiences Uh, so today I thought we'd focus on your experiences Clara and also some of the more buzzworthy events that happened the um, the stuff that a lot of people left the con talking about the most yeah Uh, so let's start with you Clara let's um, well why don't you tell us um, how everything went and just kind of recap your experiences. Yeah. Um, So this is my second year going um, to the convention and it's my first year that I went as press uh, for the website I write for women, write about comics. Um, And it was definitely a different experience, I think, going as press. Um, Well, you know, I I don't want to say a totally different experience. I think press and pros and the exhibitors and the attendees kind of have the same experience of just being completely overwhelmed by the con. Yes. Um, yeah, like it's it was crazy crowded. Um, you know, like the rumors are true. Like if you've never been there, just believe it when people say it's impossible to move around mm-hmm. in most areas. Yeah. Impossible to get into most rooms. Um, you know, so <laughs> in terms of like, you know, I think people have this uh, image of what the ultimate Comic Con experience is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, where you're in the room and you see like uh, like Tom Hiddleston walk out and do his surprise Loki impression. You know, that's what yeah. everyone thinks about when they yeah. hear Comic Con. But that Comic Con is only experienced by like a very, very small percentage <laughs> yeah. of the general public, you know, who slept, you know, like the 15, 16 plus hours to get into Hall yeah. H. The rest of us are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I was going to say, I was going to add, even for those select few who mm-hmm. get to experience special moments like that, they're still waiting in lines forever. <laughs> yeah. They're exhausted. That's their whole con, is yeah. basically that line. Yeah. And um, yeah, there is this perception that you go and, you know, four days are filled with these magical moments <laughs> and you're just on cloud nine. But that's that's a fantasy, you know. <laughs> if you're lucky enough to experience special things, mm-hmm. you're still most likely completely exhausted. Mm-hmm. You're waiting in mm-hmm. lines forever. There's a lot of negative things can happen yeah. uh, as well. So, um, yeah, there's, there's definitely uh, a dose of reality yeah. <laughs> for a lot of people who go. And... Um, I think it's interesting that you went as press this year because th- that's cool to me because you know I've been going for years and it's always just been as a regular yeah. attendee yeah. and I know a lot of people who also have gone as attendees but I haven't really spoken to anyone who's had a press badge mm-hmm. and in my mind is like ooh that's <laughs> oh, dude do you get yeah, to like cut really a line and, yeah do you get to do yeah. all this cool stuff so it sounds like maybe not but no, tell absolutely. us a little more about the, the press badge <laughs> well so the the website that I write for I think we have a readership of about uh, 10,000 people you know okay. so it's not I would say it's um, a small to mid-level website, you know, mm-hmm. nowhere near the level of um, Variety or The Hollywood Reporter or right. Forbes. And I'm sure for those, the um, the journalists from those outlets, I'm sure they get, you know, exclusive rights to rooms. Like, I'm sure they have, like, seats in Hall H or something, because how else mm-hmm. are they going to get that scoop for that huge outlet? But um, for everyone else who has a normal, <laughs> the, yeah. the peasant press badge, <laughs> right. like, we do not, um, for the most part, we didn't get any sort of room privileges. Um, okay. You do still have to wait in line uh, with the general public for panels. So like, we didn't cover any Hall H panels because mm-hmm. we don't have any saved, you know, press 
you know, rooms or seats. Um, we had one brave writer who spent her entire day in ballroom 20, mm. um, which involved her having to go. She, I think she went at like 5 a.m. Yep. the same day just to get um, to a panel that started at like 2 p.m. for the, it was like the DC TV blocks. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so she, she really wanted to cover that, but that meant that she skipped out of our dinner the night before, you know, oh, got wow. a few hours of sleep, <laughs> and then was in line like all the other fans, you know? Yeah. So um, I think for a lot of the smaller press people, it's a labor of love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you don't, you know, you don't, and we don't have like a special entry in the morning. We're mm-hmm. just trying to get through the same doors as the attendees. Yeah. Um, and that can be frustrating um, from the perspective of you're trying to get to a panel to cover it for your readers. Um, yeah as opposed to like you're just going in to see the exhibit hall floor, you know, yeah. for fun. And but we're still all in the same line. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, you know, uh-huh. it'd be great if Comic Con had like just a single door, like one tiny door where it was only <laughs> for press, only for exhibitors and pros, you know, for people to actually get yeah. to their jobs. You know? Yeah. Because it's the same thing. Um, I have friends who work as exhibitors Mm -hmm. um, there, and they have to go through the same doors too. But they're actually on the clock; like they work for a publishing company. Yeah, and they have no; they also have no rights to the doors. So you know, I think logistically, San Diego Comic Con could be better. You know, definitely. Yeah, there were a lot of complaints after the convention about like line management yeah and yeah, yeah there's like cordons that would pop up at any moment yeah. like and then you'd suddenly be blocked off from the room right across from you oh, <laughs> because right. there's a line that's coming through yeah yeah there's yeah, just so crazy. many people everywhere yeah. it's nuts yeah so uh, that's interesting you know um it was always my suspicion that the experience is a little rough for everyone and you've kind of confirmed that (laughs) you know if you're press if you're an exhibitor Mm -hmm. if you're an attendee Mm -hmm. um shoot even if you're a guest you know i think you're kind of right in there in in the madness of it all for like the celebrities and the artists who come in oh my god i would be so overwhelmed i'd be scared of the general public yeah oh man yeah it's nuts (laughs) so yeah um now it seemed uh we were talking earlier there were some some minor perks of the press mm-hmm. badge, right? That you got a little bit of advantage, yeah. right? Yeah, I got um, my favorite, <laughs> and it's partially this is my favorite event because we got like exclusive press rights. Is the um, the Her Universe Fashion Show, uh, which was in okay. its fourth year. Um, it's put on by Ashley X Eckstein, who was the okay. voice of uh, Ahsoka Tano oh, in the okay. animated series, The Clone Wars. Um, okay. That's where she got her fame from. Um, so it was like this gorgeous uh, fashion show in the Hyatt um, Hotel, um, and it was really nice. They had a DJ, they had all the lights set up, um, mm-hmm. and the press got to go in early, and actually we had like a special press section where we sat right behind the judges' table. Oh, wow. So it was like the one event I went to where I actually got good photos. Yeah. I felt like I could relax and take <laughs> notes and network with other press people, you know, so that was like an excellent event there we go <laughs> and i highly recommend it for anyone who goes to comic con because it's in an air-conditioned room <laughs> and you get to relax and see like really nice you know clothes and yeah it's fun cool. event. oh so even though mm-hmm. you had press privileges mm-hmm. it's open to attendees yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so so they basically let us sit five minutes before <laughs> okay <laughs> the general attendees so that was like the window we got right which i feel like they can do for all the other halls you know they're yeah. like five minutes you sit down in five minutes and yeah. that's you know and get your photos you know yeah uh, interesting yeah i could see how for 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 mm-hmm. press it could be pretty rough because mm-hmm. if you're you know, waiting for panels just like mm-hmm. everyone else, like 140,000 yeah. other attendees, yeah. then, you know, like the other attendees, you can get shut out of panels. Yeah, exactly. And where with, you know, with the average attendee, like if I can't get into a panel, you know, there's disappointment, mm-hmm. but it's not like I'm on assignment or yeah, something. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And that's the thing. Like I, so the website I write for, because we're so small, we're not monetized yet. So I, I don't lose out on money if somehow I didn't yeah. make it to a panel. But there are a lot of journalists there who are paid by the article. Yeah. You know, so like I, <laughs> I wasn't in the room when this happened, but um, a colleague of mine was in the press room and the Wi-Fi there is very bad. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but it was terrible. And so people weren't getting their articles done. Um, oh. 
And some people, she said, were kind of breaking down a little, you know? I mean, it's like, that's their job for them. So I think it feels like when you come as press, there is a divide between the fans and the press in terms of there's different levels of enjoyment for Mm -hmm. you and why you're there, you know? And as journalists, you kind of view everything from arm's length. Yeah. So you're just kind of like, please move, you know, <laughs> so I can do my job. <laughs> Whereas all these other people are just there for fun, you know. Yeah. And yeah. You yeah. might get frustrated, you know. So it's it's different. It's definitely. Different, yeah. Definitely. Now, I believe I had I had seen some tweets from you mm-hmm. about the Eisner Awards. Did you attend them? Oh yeah, that? yeah, we okay. did. Yes. Yeah. How was so, that? Oh, it was very fun. Um, okay. Yeah, that looked cool. Yeah. So the website. Um, so WAC is what we call it, Women Write uh-huh. About Comics. So WAC was nominated uh, for Best Comics Journalism. Okay. Um, yeah, and it was a category of like five other really great uh, competitors. Um, we ended up not winning. It went to the AV Club, which is okay. a, a much larger website. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. they have like 100,000 uh, readers versus our 10,000. Uh, okay. But we were super honored to be nominated. And um, yeah, it was cool. Like it's... I don't know what I was expecting because, you know, it's a yeah. comic. It's the Oscars of comics is yeah. what they always call it. And yeah. I was like, if people were like, oh, it's not going to be nice. People are going to be like in jorts, you know, it's not yeah. going to be like a nice <laughs> event. So like, but we still dressed up anyways. Um, and it's good that we did because they like, they had the full buffet. Oh, wow. They had a really nice ballroom set up. Um, really nice slides that they would play. Um, and they actually had celebrities who would come in. Like they had Danny uh, Pudi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He presented. There was... Um, oh, cool. I always forget his name, but the guy from Heroes. <laughs> okay. He was one of the guys. He was like the cop or something in Heroes. Oh, um, uh, Greg Grunberg, that guy? Yes. Okay. I think that's correct. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then they had some other... Um, they had like these British guys come on. I wasn't sure who they were, but uh-huh. like, yeah. And then everyone had a script and then they went through it as fast as possible. You know, people were drinking wine and okay. yeah, and it was fun. I mean, it was cool. It was a different environment. And, ah, you know. very nice. Hey, congratulations on the nomination. <laughs> thank you. Thank That's you. so cool. Yeah. We get to say we were, you know, a nominated website. Yeah. It's still good. <laughs> yeah. Super cool. Still a huge accomplishment. And yeah. that's another one mm-hmm. that's open to attendees yeah. too, right? Yeah, totally open yeah. to the public. Um, <laughs> to wait, like the, yeah. were there a lot of people just dressed in, like you say, jorts and <laughs> sandals and no, stuff? No, actually, you know, I, well, you, some of the artists like maybe were a little more dressed down, but most uh-huh. of the people there, they were like in full. Oh. Yeah. Oh, like, nice. Not like obviously at the same level as like the Oscars, but they yeah. were definitely in like at least business casual. Oh, and wow. A lot of men in suits and stuff. Like we sat near the Lion Forge table. Okay. Um, where most of the editors there are black and they were all like, like really dressed up there mm. was a uh, steens was there from twitter okay <laughs> she's one of the artists um and she was all dressed up we were sitting with tanika stotts okay. who um was the creator of the um elements anthology it has all okay. these like um writers and creators of color in it um she was at our table um yeah, actually, our whole table was full of women and women of color. And it was even yeah. though they sat us all the way at the back of the room in the corner, it was still a really cool table. And we had a good time. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Wow. And actually, kind of classy event. Yeah. At no, San it Diego was Comic Con, yes. right? Yeah, I felt, I felt great. I went to the Herring Universe fashion show and the Eisners. And I got yeah. to dress up twice at wow. Comic Con. It was Imagine incredible. That. Yes, it was great. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'd seen I, I'd seen the the, the winners mm-hmm. of the Eisners and I was pretty stoked to see the the Hernandez brothers from mm-hmm. Love and Rockets. They were inducted yes. to the Eisner Hall of Fame. Yeah. So yeah, that was mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah so yeah, um, that's good. And very the creators cool. behind March um, one. Okay. Yeah, oh, I didn't the, know that. Uh, Senator the one the MLK book, right? Yeah, but yeah, about the march. About the march is about the marches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they actually said uh, Senator John Lewis. Yes, I think yeah, yes, yes. was on his way, um, but then he got stuck in traffic. Okay, so, of know, course, know, yeah, the Comic Con traffic. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, so we didn't get to see him, but yeah, um, yeah no, there were some good winners. Um, Love is Love won the anthology uh, that oh, was cool. made it in the wake of the the Pulse um, nightclub attacks. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely some good uh, recognition of, you know, like books about marginalized identities that, you know, I'm yeah. glad to see that they won. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, of course, the Eisner Awards aren't mm-hmm. 
making it into the all the uh, entertainment blogs <laughs> after Comic Con. What you hear about is basically all the stuff that's in Hall H, right? Yeah, basically. So, the stuff yeah. that none of us can see. And I yeah. frankly don't understand why they don't broadcast it at Petco Park or at some other room. They should just have a second, third, or fourth room, you know, where they let the other attendees watch it. Yeah. Because I think their worry is they're like, oh, well, it won't have the same height. People won't mm-hmm. line up. And I'm like, trust me, they will still line up. Yeah. Because some people just really want to be in the same room as those actors. Yeah. Yeah. But and for, yeah. I was having a conversation mm-hmm. this day about that about Mm -hmm. why don't they live stream hall h yeah you know and you know you don't have to put the exclusive content Mm -hmm. you could black Mm -hmm. it out Mm -hmm. uh it would be a big hit and i think it helped kind of disperse the crowds a bit because you know um if i can't get into hall h then a pretty good alternative is to see it live streamed like you know somewhere else like petco or wherever you know friends who are there with you you know and it just it seems like it'd be more fair and more welcoming yeah um, of a con if they did that um i don't know it would feel a little less greedy i mean Uh like i just i mean honestly what else is petco park being used for other than like they put like random events there that use yeah the offsites but they're never like that incredible yeah um and i just there has to be some way to bring in all those people because I think yeah. Hall H is like 6,000 yep. seats. But right. the, I mean, I don't remember the attendance numbers, but I think it's well over like 100,000. Oh, yeah. With ba- yeah. badge holders, oh, yeah. just badge holders, you know? Yep. So that's that's a huge difference. You uh-huh. know? It's like less than 5% of yeah. people. You yeah, know? very few, mm-hmm. a, a small percentage gets Can ever fit that. in that room. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the, the irony is kind of crazy that the attendees of San Diego Comic-Con tend not to know. Yeah, we, we don't tend to know all the What's big news. On? Like, yeah. like everyone kind of at home, they find mm-hmm. out, like, through They're the so Twitter on top and of stuff. It. Yeah, yeah, because they want to be there. But the thing is, when you're at home with your perfect Wi-Fi, you're seeing way more than we're seeing oh, yeah. as we're, like, st- struggling to get through the crush of human bodies, yeah. you know? Yeah, I'm in Comic-Con, line to go yeah. to the bathroom, yeah. and then all this news is happening yeah, well, around me. Yeah, everyone's seeing, like, the new Black Panther trailer or something. And, like, yeah. wait, the, again, the Wi-Fi is terrible in that entire area. I don't yeah. know what it is. So there's, like... I didn't see any of the trailers until I came home on okay, Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah, so no, same here. Same <laughs> no, here. It was impossible. It was yeah, impossible. Yeah. So it, it's 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 very ironic. Every time yeah. you know, I I get when the moment I get back mm-hmm. home, it's always like, oh man, did you see this and that? I was like, <laughs> and you're I like, absolutely I not. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see any of that. You know, yeah. you know. Uh, but you know, now that yeah. uh, we've gotten back for a few days now. We did uh, check out some of the stuff <laughs> that was shown. And so let's get into it. Let's talk yeah. about it a bit. So, um, yeah, this is all Hall H stuff. So mm-hmm. the uh, the way that it was set up and the way it's typically set up is the big TV panels are in fr- uh, on Friday in Hall H and mm-hmm. the big movie panels are yeah. in Hall H on Saturday. So, you know... On Friday, there were panels for The Walking Dead, for Game of Thrones, for Preacher, for The Defenders. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to go over every single thing, but yeah, some of the buzziest stuff was, um, number one, The Walking Dead trailer. There's a new trailer for mm-hmm. the next season. So yeah, let's talk about that a bit. Um, there is a bit of controversy on this one based on the way the trailer ended right so yeah first off you know i've i've been kind of vocal about being a little bit down on walking (laughs) dead you know um ever since glenn died it's it's just not the same show for me Mm -hmm. you know when he died i knew right away at that very moment i'm like okay this is gonna be a different show you know my favorite my favorite character is gone and it's just it's going to be a different experience but even past that i thought i really didn't like the way the last season ended yeah you know it was just kind of silly you know Mm -hmm. it kind of it's it seemed it seems like the show is kind of going off in just crazy land you know like never mind glenn um the, the show to me you know for many years has been rooted in reality yeah. you know like okay if a zombie apocalypse really happened i think 
this is a really good representation mm -hmm. of how people would act, how people would prepare, and people would adapt that that sort of thing. Um, and just now, like it just doesn't seem real. It seems like it's just it feels like, cartoony. It almost. does I feel mean, like, like I that. know it's based off a comic, but it's really I think losing that realism, like you said. Yeah, like the um, one of the highlights of that uh, season finale was also to me kind of a good illustration of what I'm mm -hmm. talking about. So there's that moment when Negan is just about to bash Carl's head in, yeah. and then Shiva, the tiger, just mm -hmm. flies across the fl uh, the frame, yeah. and you know just in time to mm -hmm. save Carl. Um, but it's like it's so goofy, you know. It's like th that kind I mean, of coincidence. Whole, <laughs> just you don't see that the in whole real life. Tiger is goofy. I mean, yeah, like, it just like. I, yeah, it's silly. Like you know, like for that, for all those coincidences mm -hmm. to happen all at once, like right before Carl's gonna get hit, oh, this tiger comes, yeah. and the tiger doesn't kill Negan, mm -hmm. and and there's all these people who are helping Alexandria, guns blazing, and you know, and Negan doesn't get shot. Yeah, and he it's leaves. Just... And there's that whole um, group that like lives in the trash. <laughs> And they feel yeah. very um, exaggerated. They they're not characters. Yeah. They're just yeah. weird. They, they kind of have like this weird like a '80s German techno feel to them. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not really sure how to describe them. Yeah. But they're like not they're not three dimensional characters. Yeah. And so like that. And then yeah, like you said, Negan conveniently escaping, and then there's a tiger in the mix. And yeah, it's, just, it's like, wild. It just yeah. So all that said, I watched this new trailer. <laughs> And I got pretty excited. You know, this trailer, like, okay, it's um, it's basically all these groups sort of coming together to, to band and fight against mm -hmm. the saviors to fight Negan, right? And it's action-packed. You know, you see mm -hmm. Daryl on his motorcycle, and, and Rick is, like, firing his, his big pistol, and, and um, you know, everyone's, like, back in action, mm -hmm. you know? And it just felt like... I don't know. I felt like GI Joe or the A Team or something. You know, it just I just I get pretty excited. You know, to to be honest. Um, that's how they pull you in, Henry. I, that's how they get me. You <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, I think. I mean, like, I like as upset as everyone is about uh, Glenn, and I was particularly upset about um, Sonequa Martin's character dying. Oh. I mean, I know they why they killed her off. It's because she's starring in Star Trek Discovery. But I was still yeah. really upset about that. Um, yeah. But I think you know people are still sticking with it because they want to see Negan get his ass kicked, you know? Like, right. I, and so they're, they, and they're they using know. that. They're yeah, using they that. absolutely know yeah. that, like, Negan is a complete a-hole. Um, and so they want you to stick around for as long <laughs> as possible. So I know yeah. they're going to draw out this war with Negan uh -huh. for, like, as long as possible. Yeah. They're really going to milk it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I got to say, it kind of worked on me. Although, <laughs> although, yeah, okay, so getting to the end. The end of the trailer... And, you know, spoiler alert, if you mm -hmm. haven't seen it, maybe check out the trailer first. But the end of the trailer is, is weird. Yeah. <laughs> you see, after all this action, the screen kind of blacks out. It looks like the trailer's mm -hmm. over, but then uh, an image appears, and it's Rick in bed, mm -hmm. and he's, like, waking up, you mm -hmm. know, as if everything you just saw was a dream, yeah. which is bullshit. <laughs> Which, and they purposely made him look really old. Like, he looked yeah. like he had been in that bed for a long time. His beard was, like, long and gray. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. So maybe he was fantasizing about, like, coming together against Negan, mm -hmm. and maybe mm -hmm. that's just, it was just a yeah. dream, you know? I don't know. I think it's a very cleverly put-together trailer. Um, I think probably that's just a scene somewhere within the show. Um, I know in the comics there's a time jump. Um when they're fighting Negan, um, where Carl gets older. So I wonder if that's what that's alluding to. I know it's oh. trying to play off the fan theory that people think this whole thing is happening while he's in a coma and it's all yeah. in his head. Yeah. Um, but for me, that would be a ter terrible cop-out oh, of the whole... I mean, like, imagine watching a show for, like, what season is it on now? Like, six or seven seasons? And then you find out it was all a dream? That's, yeah. like, the worst. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, writing device that you could ever use. It's, yeah. it's awful. Yeah, it, it, it's so bad that I tend to think that that's not the case. Yeah. It feels like, it feels kind of wink-wink, you know, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. the showrunner just kind yeah. of messing with the audience. <laughs> 
And um, also, yeah, th- th- there was so much shown before that ending where you see Rick wake up that I can't imagine they just shot that mm-hmm. and it's not in the season. Yeah. It's got to be. That, that stuff yeah. actually, yeah. I, it's going to happen, yeah. you know. There's no way Rick can think of all the stuff while he's in a coma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it got pretty specific, <laughs> right? So, yeah, I think, yeah, it's just, it's just. The, the, it's the, just to tease the fans. They're Those just poor fans us. who have waited like 16 hours <laughs> outside, you know, yep. Yep. for your yep. torture. Yep. Exactly. Okay, moving on. So also, Friday Hall H, uh, the Defenders had a panel. And we've we've talked quite a bit mm-hmm. about the Defenders previously. And I think we're both pretty yep. psyched about this show. Yes. And it's coming soon, next month. And there is a new trailer. In fact, you mm-hmm. just watched the trailer, <laughs> just right? Watched. Just now. Yeah, I didn't even see. I was at Comic-Con. I didn't even know they actually revealed a new trailer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, what do you think? What do you think of, your, oh my gosh. Of, well, of this trailer? Okay, well, like, this is trailer spoilers, but, like, I yeah. um, am very excited to see um, Electra and how um, central she was to that whole trailer. Um, yeah. I think it really sucks that she's obviously on... Um, the opposite side of yeah. know, Daredevil now. Um, I mean, but we saw that coming with her being resurrected uh, mm-hmm. by the bad guy. She was obviously going to be with the hand. Um, you know, and I'm hoping that whatever that leads to, that she's going to actually have like a her own agency and her own role in the mm-hmm. show. Because if yeah. she's just going to be kind of like this doll that gets moved around, I think I'm going to be really mad. Yeah. <laughs> So I hope that she actually has her own story arc and she eventually comes back to the, you know, maybe Daredevil side. Um, and to me, it does seem like it's going in that direction. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of her yeah. in this trailer. Mm-hmm. She seems to be a really pivotal character. Mm-hmm. And I did notice this one thing. Again, spoilers. So there's a shot of the four defenders in a pretty narrow hallway. Mm-hmm. Pretty, It looks cool. Mm-hmm. Like they're all kind of working in collaboration to fight the hand. Mm-hmm. Now, in the background, there's a woman in red. Yes, yeah. You, you did see yeah, that? Yeah, I saw, okay. I saw the red. I think so, it was yeah. very purposeful, yeah. It looked like she does end up on their side yeah. at the end. Fighting with them, yeah. So that, I hope you so. know, yeah. when I saw that, I was like, oh, did they just kind of spoil it? Yeah, like, yeah, because it was really bright. I mean, there's yeah, no way you would it's miss it. Yeah, it's pretty out there, yeah. Yeah, so that's what... You know, it seems like that's going to happen, mm-hmm. which is cool, you know, which yeah. is kind of like I'm what you're excited. hoping for, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Means you we know, have two women on the team. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we see Colleen Wing mm-hmm. in the trailer oh, as yeah, well. Yes, yes. Although it does kind of imply that she might be kind of a damsel in distress. Yeah. Because Danny Rand says, like, they're going after our friends and our family. Mm-hmm. Um it seems like maybe she's just going to be tied up in a chair or something, you know. So we'll see. <laughs> I just I feel like they never quite fully know how to utilize Colleen. Yeah, well, we'll see. But yeah. I mean, the, the hit uh, Danny Rand's mm-hmm. words seem to imply that. But from what we see of her, she's fighting. She's I think fighting. she's fighting Bakudo again. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So awesome! Can't mm-hmm. wait to see that. Yeah. Uh, so and it was awesome to see yeah. uh, Madame Gao talking yeah. to Sigourney Weaver's character. Uh-huh. It was just like, look at all these women, <laughs> yeah, being amazing. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. Yeah, I mean, as much as I've had a lot of criticisms about like specifically Iron Fist, yeah, um, I thought like there was nothing bad that stood out about the trailer. I thought he was gelling pretty well. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. with the other defenders. Um, I still think Daredevil's martial arts looked a little bit better than like <laughs> Danny's, you know. But keep like, practicing, I just, Finn. Keep <laughs> I know, practicing. Keep, keep working at it, buddy. Yeah. Um, but overall, like, I don't. I think I can in- endure <laughs> Iron go. Fist for everyone else because it, it felt like a pretty awesome trailer. Yeah, and there's there seems to be a pretty cool dynamic. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just... It was funny. Yeah, it's not like, okay, they all don't get along, mm-hmm. they hate each other. No, there's like little subtleties. It yeah. seems like Danny is, he's kind of gung-ho about mm-hmm. getting the team mm-hmm. together and like everyone else is kind of rolling their eyes. Like Jessica Jones in particular. Oh, she, she's yeah, like, she's oh, like oh, absolutely please. not. <laughs> yeah, and like... Um, and Matt Murdock, he seems to be pretty mm-hmm. pessimistic and anti, you know, the team up. So, yeah, I can't wait to see mm-hmm. th- th- this happen, you know, yeah. them coming together and just yeah. seeing the little nuances. Mm-hmm. And 
um, one of the big highlights was, so there's a shot of, of Matt Murdock. He's like spitting blood, yeah. you know, and we've seen Daredevil pretty much all the defenders really have a rough time, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and that, that's a big reason why I love these shows. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't, they don't come out unscathed. Yeah. You know, they, mm-hmm. they take a beating and they mm-hmm. get up and they keep fighting, you know, so there's a shot of him spitting blood. It's like, okay, that's cool. And then there's a, Right after that, there's a shot of Danny, like, putting his hand out and just, like, you know, mm-hmm. helping each other yeah, out and yeah. then coming together. No, and, that like, was a good scene. I love that stuff, you know. Like, they're getting beaten down, but how do they overcome mm-hmm. their work together? You yeah. Know, that's I'm, what I want to mm-hmm. see, you know? I want to see them have, like, a little bit more camaraderie almost than, um, like, the Avengers. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, after Civil War, I mean, that was terrible and they were all fighting. Yeah. Um, and I think it would be interesting if maybe uh, the Defenders, even though they're maybe snarkier with each other, yeah. they're actually closer, they become closer knit mm-hmm. as more of a family than maybe like the Avengers is because yeah. like, they're just, they're straight level people, right. they're normal people and they're getting beat up and like, yeah. you know. They, they have to yeah. work together. Yeah. And, it's a and, single you know, city they're working in, yeah. you know, so yeah, yeah. I, yeah, it would be nice to see that. Cool. So, and one other thing I noticed, and maybe the one thing I'm not, I'm sort of just hesitant on mm-hmm. is that I'm still waiting for waiting to see like who who the who the main threat is you know like so yeah. I love the idea of the defenders facing this incredible challenge and mm-hmm. getting beaten down and and having to come together and collaborate but what's the threat we we I don't know. see yeah. it you know where's this great enemy this great force you know we see Sigourney yeah. Weaver Electra's in the mix but to me, like, there's just a bunch of henchmen running around. Yeah, the, like, it wonder. does worry me a little that we still don't know because I felt like that was maybe um, a shortcoming of Daredevil season two is mm-hmm. that there was kind of like this amorphous bad guy in the hand, oh, but yeah. you were kind of like not entirely sure. And then with Iron Fist, there was the bad guy, but it wasn't like very, very specific about who this ultimate... Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's always just the hand, and I'm kind of waiting for it to come to some point where you yeah. know exactly who the leader is <laughs> and, yeah. like, who... I don't really know if they told us who Sigourney Weaver was exactly no. yet. Um, but, yeah, I'm hoping it comes all together because I think the worst thing is when you get all these amazing actors mm-hmm. and characters and then the ending is disappointing because they didn't know how to, you know, yeah. bring it all together. Yeah, yeah when it comes to... A superhero property, mm-hmm. action films, mm-hmm. whatnot. If there, if you don't have a good villain, <laughs> it just it, is, it like doesn't it just, work. Yeah, 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 you have to have a great villain, yeah. and we, that's one thing we have yet to see. Yeah, and know? there's been so many bad Marvel villains. You know, yeah. I mean, particularly in the films, but like you just, they're also one dimensional. So I hope whoever, whoever is the main person, I hope they're as dimensional as they made like Kingpin. You know, and yeah, you know, yeah. I just want to see that. Yeah, you know, if like, if in the end there's like some big CGI monster or something, or it could <laughs> with be no like, personality. Oh, God. Yeah, like in like, like from yeah. BVS or something. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, please, you yeah. know. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'm optimistic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on, uh, let's get into some movie stuff. Yeah. So Saturday Hall H, we saw uh, the dropping of Ready <laughs> Player One. Yeah. So yeah, this is a movie that wasn't on either of our radars <laughs> yeah. but i just bring it up because there was a lot of buzz mm-hmm. on this trailer after after it came out so yeah th- you got a chance to see it right mm-hmm. yeah what do, what do you think this is steven spielberg's new movie yeah um i mean of course because it's a spielberg film the visuals looked great um i liked all the references that it managed to jam in there um i just wasn't I'm not sure sure what the plot is quite yeah, yet, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm not super clear either. You know, I didn't read the mm-hmm. book. Um, I know it's about this future where everyone's, like, living a virtual life, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah, I guess the stuff that was, you know, people got excited about was mm-hmm. it had all this, like, these other properties yeah. represented. Yeah. You know, we mm-hmm. saw, I guess, the Iron Giant yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. That there was, really was um, the, the motorcycle from Akira mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. in there and the DeLorean from Back to the Future. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I heard it's a you know? huge um, homage to 80s yeah. films is what yeah. I've heard. Um, yeah, it's gotten a lot of buzz and it's gotten some criticism from what I've seen online um, oh, yeah. just because of the um, the source, the, the original novel. Um was a little, from what I've heard, sexist. <laughs> I don't okay. want to go too into it because I yeah. don't really know. Yeah. But uh, my friends who have read it, they did say um, the whole ending where he gets the girl is he essentially wins her as a prize, like a, a video <laughs> okay. game prize, you know, which wow. just feels very typical <laughs> of like, you know, a guy writing about video games. Yeah. Um, so people ha- were kind of wary of how that would play out in the film. Um, mm-hmm. Other people <laughs> were saying that, you know, the writing in the book was maybe not um, the best. Okay. <laughs> so they want to see how that's translated. Yeah. Um, but it's Spielberg, so I think maybe if even if the script is not great or the yeah. whatever the story isn't great, I think it will have great visuals. So, you know, I'm still interested in it, but I'm cautious. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of yeah. in the same camp. You know, yeah. I think a lot of people were sort of overwhelmed by the yeah. visuals. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, my God, it's a Spielberg movie. And there's all this cool stuff. Like, yeah. the Back to the Future car is in it, yeah. you know. And, like, like you, I was mm-hmm. kind of like, well, you know, wh- wh- what is well, it there the, for? Yeah, like, yeah. what is this? Like, mm-hmm. what's what's happening yeah, here, yeah. you know? I have no, like, point mm-hmm. of reference. Mm-hmm. You know, when I saw the, the Akira motorcycle, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, cool. holy yeah. shit, you know? But if, when there's no point of reference, it's hard for You're me to get like, s- yeah. super excited about it. It's just like, oh, there it is, you know? Yeah, this reminds me of, like, Snyder's Sucker Punch, where it looked really cool. Mm. It had, like, with the dragons yeah. and, like, the, you know, the helicopters and the guns and the samurai. And then when I watched it, I was like, this plot is all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we've, so we've... I'm hoping it's not that. Or, like, Valyrian um, okay, got yeah. really bad reviews. Right. But it had a great visuals. But when people watched it, they were like, oh, my God, what is this? So yeah. like, I, I wonder how it's going to go. That's a yeah. good question, <laughs> you know. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's Spielberg. How can it suck? Yeah. Well... You know, Spielberg, earlier in his career, I think yeah. he couldn't really Had fail. To, but yeah. later, you know, uh, yeah, maybe. He, yeah. He, yeah. Maybe not the, you know, pedestal it yeah, once he's, was. He's, yeah, he's not the sure thing yeah. he, he once was. And, uh, yeah, I you know, I always like to call stuff like that out, mm-hmm. like what you just mentioned. There's so much of that now. There's, mm-hmm. there's this Hollywood spectacle, yeah. special effects, mm-hmm. and no substance behind yeah. it you know no, we see a lot of it of spectacle films especially with like sci-fi um, yeah and tech films now it's just like it's all over the place and i i want my sci-fi films to have more <laughs> than yeah. just visuals you know like as much as i enjoy it like we'll see you know? yeah and speaking of which justice league <laughs> so that we're uh, talking about substance <laughs> yeah um the the new Justice League mm-hmm. trailer mm-hmm. dropped in Hall H on Saturday as well, and um, did you get a chance to see this one? I did. Okay. I did. What, what do you think? Oh man, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go back a little and try to summarize. What okay. Yeah. I'm vaguely remembering. Um, I know it had a lot more cyborg in it, which I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. He's someone who's kind of like flown under the radar for all yeah. the marketing. Um, I feel like all the other. Um, people have gotten a lot of attention even aquaman because it's jason momoa and like how can you not love him but cyborg's kind of like not been given any sort of spotlight but i was excited to see more of him because he's one of my favorite characters and i think he Mm -hmm. has an interesting arc of exploring what it really means to be human um and i hope yeah i hope he actually has a like a full you know story within yeah. the film and isn't just kind of shoehorned in yeah you know there are quite a few cast members mm-hmm. here so there's not a lot of room you yeah, know and, not a lot of room yeah and like my criticism with the dc films has always been we're gonna meet them all at once because yeah. they instead of doing the um marvel route where they did all the setup films they're just gonna start with the avengers film yeah. you know like that yeah. so i'm i'm still cautious um but it, i thought it looked really cool mm-hmm. you know like as like snarky as I can be about it. Um, I loved seeing like Diana at her job. Oh yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like, and then I, yeah, the trailer starts with mm-hmm. wonder woman. Mm-hmm. I kind of wonder yes. if 
you know, with the success of her movie, they kind of, let's put her at the yeah, front. Yeah, you know? I definitely think that's, yeah, right? because that's now one of, it was like the highest grossing film of this summer. Mm-hmm. I think if it keeps going, they said it might be on track to even top um, Batman versus Superman oh, wow. at the end of its run. Um, yeah. So that's incredible. So I definitely think that they're maybe having to retoggle how, you know, they were marketing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, I remain cautiously optimistic as I, like, you know, always do for the DC films. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, you know, seeing this trailer, for me, it, it doesn't change my <laughs> my stance. You know, yeah. after the first trailer, I wasn't really overwhelmed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I just, it feels, it feels like a Zack Snyder DC EU movie, yeah. which yeah. has has a bad track record yeah, you know they, they were actually um so they're uh reshooting a lot of the film yep. right now so right <laughs> so one of the main dramas is they're reshooting uh superman's mustache oh right <laughs> because yeah because he's um the actor is now doing a different film yeah but they are contractually like they are not allowing him to remove the mustache mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah they're, so they're spending like millions of dollars removing this guy's mustache right. um and then of course in the like that alone is a spoiler because then we know he's going to be in the Justice League, you know? Oh, he right. wasn't in the trailer. That's right, that's he right. He wasn't in the trailer, but, like, obviously all these stories come out about, like, <laughs> Superman's mustache. So everyone's like, oh, thank you. He's in, in yeah. it then, you know? And then um, there's also talks of... So Whedon was brought on, right. Joss Whedon, right. uh, because Snyder had to step down for um, because of his daughter. Um, and they said they're doing, like, millions and millions of dollars of reshoots. So I'm not... Yeah. I, right now, I can't. You can't tell from the trailer, but I don't. I don't know how much Whedon esque it's gonna be yeah. versus Snyder esque. That trailer know? didn't feel Joss Whedon need yeah, at it, all. Yeah, it still felt. Yeah, and I wonder if it's because maybe they still they made that trailer before. Yeah, you know, Whedon right, right. came in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're. I mean, you're right. There, there was nothing like vastly new. Yeah. About the trailer, we already know who's gonna be in it. Um, we got to see the generic. I don't know, flying bad guys that, you know, it, it just, uh, <laughs> yeah. I already know it's going to be generic. So it's just a matter of like, how generic is it going to be? You know, yeah. like, it just, and it looks like they're treating the city as like some battleground again. It you just, know? And I'm just it looks like, more oh, the okay, same, right? You know? More the same. I mean, I will say Momoa looks pretty dope. Yeah. He, I mean, he, <laughs> he looks badass. Great, yeah. 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 I think he definitely embodies the character. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, Right now, I'm going to be watching for the actors and to just see yeah. how much they embody the characters. I don't yeah. want to put too much hope on the plot being very intelligible. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, like, I, I can't understand how it will be with so many characters being introduced right, you right. Know, all at once. You know? Yeah. All right. Moving on. So, oh, so here's a TV show. Actually, mm-hmm. Hall Age Saturday wasn't entirely movies. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things had a panel as well. Yes. And this trailer that they showed was maybe the number one buzziest thing yeah. out of comic-con like everyone Do was talking about stranger things this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um yeah what, what do you think about this new trailer for the second season oh my god i'm so excited for, <laughs> for stranger That's good. things That's yeah good. no it looked crazy um that scene where they're looking up into the sky and it's like completely i don't even know what it was but it was all red yeah, yeah. you know it was swirling yeah um no, it looks crazy. Um, I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, I mean, they they had me at mm-hmm. at Michael Jackson's Thriller. Yeah, <laughs> and they played yeah, that oh throughout God, was, the trailer, yeah, right? No, it was a very good trailer. Like just the fact that they they played that song mm-hmm. and the kids were dressed mm-hmm. as the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like I say, I'm in. You know, I'm just, just yeah. You know, I'm in. I'm gonna binge it. You know, um, and it's coming out on Halloween. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's what they said at the end. Oh, it's coming that's out perfect. On Halloween. Wow. Yeah. yeah so okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I think there's there's a reason why a lot of people were talking about it. It's just, it looks fun. It looks weird. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe a little different from season one also. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not – it's hard to say. It's hard to say. But um, from from, I've, from what I've heard is that each season will be kind of its, mm-hmm. its own feel, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so – I mean, that second season trailer, they're throwing a lot of stuff at us, so it's, it's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think we're in for a pretty wild ride yeah. there, yeah. 
Cool. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of, speaking of wild rides, the Thor Ragnarok trailer came out. The new one um, came out also. So, yeah, man. So uh, the this is the second trailer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... That really the first like real trailer where we actually see what's going on. Well, well, the first real trailer where, where yeah, you see, you kind of get an mm-hmm. idea of what's happening. But I, well, I just want to say that first trailer was amazing. It was hilarious. I, I was, <laughs> I, I, I can't. I was so stoked, and yeah. you know, I talked about this before, but you know, I'm not a huge Thor fan, mm-hmm. but that trailer really. It got me. I was like, oh my god, like I gotta see this movie. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my mind was well that's just a trailer Mm -hmm. and you know it doesn't represent the whole movie it's like two minutes you know two minutes out of two hours Mm -hmm. you know um but now with the second trailer i'm starting to get the feeling that the movie is gonna be as completely nuts and wild and fun as these trailers look you know it looks like awesome Mm -hmm. it looks just like a a wild ride Mm -hmm. you know no, I love that he is bringing together like four, four people again, so he can go do a journey, which is kind of yeah. like what we saw in the, I think in the first film where he had those friends. Yeah, but this one feels like so much of a funnier and more different mm-hmm. group of friends. Yeah, because you know, he has randomly the Hulk there, and then Loki. Yeah, the Hulk like beat the shit out of Loki like last time he yeah, saw. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then we now have. Um, Valkyrie yep. there uh, and she and Tessa Thompson looks amazing yeah you see yeah. her in her armor for the yeah. first time right yeah and she, she looks, looks like an incredible super fighter super cool yeah. yeah and yeah like you know kind of like what we were talking about with the defenders you mm-hmm. get this, these groups this group of of uh, you know conflicting personalities mm-hmm. it's just it just makes for good storytelling yeah you know? i think and i think it's fun because like we're so used to seeing the same group i guess with like the avengers films it's always the same kind of dynamics and they throw yeah. in a little bit new people but it's not like it's been a while since we've seen a completely different team up of people and this yeah. one feels like almost random <laughs> like why mm-hmm. is the hulk there like what in yeah. the world but like it feels like it's gonna be funny just yeah. because it's so different you know and the visuals look amazing like yeah. did, uh, did you notice they upgraded like hulk's face <laughs> Oh yeah, they yeah. Changed. He looks more like Mark Ruffalo he, than yeah, ever. He looks like somebody did like a side by side picture on Twitter where they were like, "Man, the Hulk like for real got um, plastic surgery because <laughs> like they had they made his lips like slightly bigger like uh, Ruffalo's and they changed to the nose bridge and he oh, got okay. like an undershave, <laughs> like an undercut haircut. Yeah. <laughs> like, Nice. All of a sudden, he looks more like sophisticated <laughs> instead of like just just hulking monster. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, Kate Blanchett looks amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. She, she is. Oh, Jesus. And th- there's mm-hmm. some shots of mm-hmm. her and just some, I, I don't know mm-hmm. what, stuff flying in the sky. Yeah. And it looks completely surreal yeah. and weird. And just, I can't wait to see this. It just yeah. looks totally and her, wild. Like, her headdress thing that she has yeah. with the pointed, like, antlers or whatever it is. Oh, my God. I feel like she's going to be my favorite villain. <laughs> She's, I yeah. have no idea what she's going to do, but she's already my favorite. She's, yeah, she's in the running yeah. for sure. And yeah, you know, we've talked about how like a lot of the appeal of Marvel, these Marvel stories mm-hmm. are how they're, you know, rooted in reality mm-hmm. and we can relate to them. <laughs> I mean, this movie is doesn't really fit that category yeah, at all, you it know? It's like a Guardians of the Galaxy thing sort of. They're just they're going out there and they're doing something completely yeah. fantastical. And, and maybe it, even more so because yeah. at least with Guardians, you know, you can kind of relate with Peter Quill and yeah. he's from Earth he's and everything. He's still mostly human, yeah. Yeah, but this one is just so like off the wall crazy mm-hmm. um and different but still like mm-hmm. again, you know, Marvel Studios is just putting out that stuff that we just you gotta have you know like i gotta see this movie this is just you know i can't wait no i was really impressed because i'm like you know like we've said in past episodes i love dc so with marvel i started to feel like i kind of had like marvel fatigue yeah you know like i watched spider-man homecoming and i was like this is great but like it was you know i was just not like blown away or super excited Uh so but this trailer actually like got me excited to see a Marvel film again. So, like, there's this one. I thought my Black Panther was going to be the one holdout. Like, that was the only one I was excited for. But yeah. now I'm like, you know what? 
I will watch this film. Like, it looks amazing. Yeah, it looks super cool. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, that's a good point. I think a lot of people are saying, like, well, Marvel Studios is really, they kind of stick to the formula, Mm -hmm. and the the executives kind of force their will upon the filmmakers. Mm -hmm. And um, if there's any counter-argument, it's what we've seen so far with Mm -hmm. Thor Ragnarok. This Mm -hmm. is just off the walls, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, at least it looks great. Yeah, and I will say in general, it is cool that Marvel, it looks like they're finally adding female villains to all their stuff you know oh, yeah. like with Sigourney Weaver and the Defenders and then in this one Kate Blanchett mm-hmm. I mean that's something that um they haven't really done yet you know it's, it's true it's a new thing and I, I'm here for it <laughs> I'm yeah. here for all the badass ladies <laughs> yeah you know maybe not coincidentally mm-hmm. like you said there's there have been a lot of kind of forgettable villains yeah. in these MCU mm-hmm. movies you know mm-hmm. I think as great as that first Guardians of the Galaxy movie was the villain was very forgettable yeah you know or there's the set like the guy in um the second Thor I mean like I don't even remember his name but like he was so generic yeah you know or even honestly like Ultron was not that great yeah Uh, definitely not as good as he should have been yeah like in the comics Ultron is is the baddest badass you know and he was just kind of strange yeah yeah yeah, there's been a lot of bad ones, but... So, yeah, bring on the ladies, yeah, man, yeah. you know. Um, it's time. <laughs> it is time, and I think, yeah, Kate Blanchett looks super awesome Dude, in this looks, one. She looks so evil, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so that's Comic-Con. Yeah. You know, like I said, we'll, um, we'll continue the conversation next episode, but for now, it is farewell from Henry and Clara. <laughs>